Meditation is inward prayer. To understand this in depth, we need to understand about inwardness. Every religion bifurcates into two basic forms, which have been referred to as exoteric religion and esoteric religion. The exoteric, the outer religion, is the religion that is delivered to those who are mentally immature. For children, for those who still need to believe in Santa Claus or some equivalent, for those who require a concrete, imaginary image of God and of a way of living that is ethical that can only be delivered in very concrete ways, through parables, through metaphors, through uh, stories, anecdotes, tales of the sages, the desert fathers, the founders of whatever religion it may be. And every religion has this exoteric dimension in which truth is taken literally and in which people are basically worshiping what they believe in as fact. And in Christianity, for example, there are arguments over the historical reality of Jesus. But at the level of esoteric religion, the inner religion, for those who are philosophically mature, for those who seek truth that is beyond fact, we can call it hyper-truth, if you wish, in which it's beside the point whether anyone named Jesus walked the earth because the reality of Jesus is beyond the question of the fact. The reality of Christ is here and now, not a historical question and not something based on any mythology or any gospels. And in the same way that God the Father is beyond existence, and, and the question of does God exist is completely beside the point. Why would God deign to bother to exist? In the ancient world, there was a clear bifurcation between the understanding of being and appearance. They were recognized as opposites. Appearance is precisely that which does not have real being. Anything that appears disappears, and therefore it's not eternal. And if it's not eternal, it's not real. It's literally a flash in the pan, a mirage, an, an illusion. Being has solidity, has truth, has power, has the capacity to sustain itself in being. It has substance, it has essence. Appearance lacks essence. And so the whole question of human reality is, are we more than just the appearance of our body? 
which is born, grows, declines, dies, is there anything eternal behind the body that remains, that is real, that is eternal? Inward prayer is specifically that exploration of that which is behind the body, within, and that which is beyond the physical dimension, and even beyond the mental dimension, because like the body, the mind is a constant flux. It changes. Therefore, the mind also is not real. And even though the mind, in order to try to establish its reality, creates repeating patterns so that there is the illusion of an identity that sustains itself through time, but these patterns are only repetitions of a past moment that one is holding on to in order not to experience their true reality. And eventually, all such patterns become unadapted to the reality of a time that changes and they create pathologies. Any holding on to the past when you're in the flow of time will keep you longing for something that no longer is and like a rubber band that gets longer and longer, eventually it will snap. And this is a mental breakdown. And the ego is prone to such breakdowns because it's holding on to the illusion of identity formed in childhood. But what is it that is present to the mind that will break down if it maintains itself in old patterns? That which is present to the mind but beyond the mind is not tainted by those patterns and is not vulnerable to the breakdown that the mind itself may go through in the process of letting go either gracefully or reluctantly and traumatically of the past. And so inward prayer is the prayer that transcends both body and mind in order to discover the present that is eternal. And this is the meaning of esoteric religion and because every religion seeks that same eternal now and simply uses different signifiers to describe it or to name that which has no name, no form, no objectivity because God has no existence as an object in the world but is that, that intelligence and power that has created the world in that same way, we must find that which within ourselves is beyond this world. And that through the mind creates and recreates and can change and transform our world within the larger world. So the process of inward prayer in the... <coughs> movement from the outer mind to the inner consciousness needs to let go of the constant flux of thoughts and achieve stillness, silence, presence, 
that does not move. And that is the key to knowing that you have indeed transcended the flow of time. It is in that eternal presence in which there is no movement of thought that God can be realized. And this is the meaning of contemplative prayer, the highest form of prayer to the Christian mystics. And this is the dhyana and samadhi of the Vedic yogis and the Buddhist yogis. And this is the realization of the Tao for the Taoist yogis. Because all of these terms refer to that same stillness that is also referred to as the heart. Because it is the place in which our capacity for love originates. And it is a love that is not personal because you are in a state transpersonal. The love is universal, infinite, and filled with goodness, with beauty, with joy, with benevolence, and with peace. Peace that passeth the understanding of the ego mind that would like to grasp and appropriate that peace for itself, but it cannot. And thus, the ego mind that wants to stay in the realm of thought must surrender to the self that is beyond thought. It is this act of surrender to the Supreme Self that brings about liberation. Liberation from what? From anxiety, depression, confusion, all of the pathologies of the ego mind and creates unity. Because the ego today, in its postmodern version that has morphed, because egos are not today what they used to be 2,000 years ago or even 50 years ago, there has been a continual process of fragmentation. The ego is not a unity. It is made up, in fact, of many, many egons, which are the equivalent of what in uh, physics would be called uh, particles, subatomic particles, protons, neutrons, electrons. Well, egons are fragments of ego that take themselves to be the self, but that are mistaken. And because each ego today is made up of a cluster, a galaxy of egons, there is no stability in attitude, in intentionality, in emotional capacity and intellectual capacity and each of these different fragmentary subsets of the ego mind is at war with every other one and so there is a deadlock and a a space of confused thought in which no sense of selfhood can be maintained in a stable way and it is only this inward prayer, when it is held for a long enough time, that fuses together all of these particles, these subatmic particles, into a whole that transcends the ego 
and allows the Atman, the real self, the spirit, to prevail and to emerge in the fullness of divine presence. This is the divinization of man. This is what in Christianity is referred to as theosis, in which the I and the Father become one. This is the Buddha nature. This is Jivan Mukti. This is the goal of all religious mythologies. And it is the goal of all religious mythologies because there is one truth that they all point to. And this is real. It is attainable. It is not difficult. It is not something that is impossible either to get a taste of or to attain as a stable, established state of one's being because it is our real being. And the inward prayer brings us back to wholeness, to unity, and therefore to empowerment because with each of those egons, which each have a bit of our willpower, the will has become diffuse and therefore weak, paralyzed, and this brings together our will, our intelligence, our creativity, our capacity for love. And therefore this is what is meant by healing. To be healed is to be whole, to be made whole once more. because many of the illnesses in the body are simply reflections and messages from these various ego fragments of traumas, pain, suffering that are too unbearable to hold in consciousness, they get projected in the body. And as we meditate, all of those symptoms of suffering again become freed from those illusions of lack and loss and inadequacy and despair and abandonment and all of the other feeling states that the ego holds on to and the energy is free to return to its true form which is bliss. This inward prayer that is meditation is simply the silencing and stilling of the mind in a one-pointed, single-minded, enduring devotion to the God, the power of God within. Exoteric religion projects God as out there somewhere. Esoteric religion realizes no God is in here and is that which is behind the sense of I, the source of the I, the source of perception, the source of consciousness, and thus the source of the universe. 
and the path to God is an inward one, not either a phenomenal plane path of a pilgrimage in time and space or a transcendence into some outer other dimensionality, but inward to the source of all dimensionality, to the zero dimension. And in that zero point, which is our home, we will have completed our spiritual journey. This journey is not distant. It does not take many steps because there is no space in this dimension. It is present here and now. It is simply the giving of oneself the permission to realize that which is infinite within you and to abide as that infinite, boundless, bodiless presence. You already are that and deep within you know this It is a matter simply of accepting fully the truth of your being. So let us meditate.